Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor for Information Security Media Group. I am at InfoSec Europe in London, joined by Jan Volka, COO of Vasco. Jan, thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. Uh, thank you, Matthew. It's my pleasure. Banking security, it continues to evolve. What are you seeing when it comes to better securing banking transactions and financial services? Yeah, you need to see at the end of the day, let's start with that. You see at the end of the day, when a bank is deploying security, and that security is real security, uh, like with Fasco products, they can deploy a lot of applications. So you need a little bit abstract what's happening in mature or non-mature markets, uh, where you will see in mature markets that the banks are deploying much more uh, applications to the consumer and to the businesses. So if you're going to look at the application, you're going to see three main application banks. There are, there are more, but let's say three main ones. The first one is cash management, hmm, between transactions between corporates and banks. The second one is consumer banking. And there's a third one who is becoming more and more popular, and that's mobile banking. Now, uh, if you look at the trends, let's say, in cash management applications, because the transactions have a high value, you will see more complex products coming on the market. That means that's good for Vasco as a market leader, because those products at the end of the day, they, they cost more. Um, in retail banking, you see uh, a shift coming from low-end products like one-button tokens to more convenient products. Convenience is key in that market. That means that convenience means that it must be even easier than just with a password. And the third one, mobile banking, it's completely integrated in the mobile banking app, so it's extremely convenient. And if you work with Vasco, it's a very high level of security. So the trends are higher level of security products in cash management, more convenient products in uh, retail banking, and the mobile banking are completely software that is integrated in the apps. Working backwards, I think a lot of people are becoming more and more familiar with mobile banking. Are the kinds of security that are being used for the mobile sector, do they draw on what's already been used in retail and consumer, cash management? How much crossover is there and how much of that is new? How much of it had to be invented? Well, first of all, you need to see that everything is around one account. Uh, that account, the account holder, uh, he's doing retail banking on a traditional way with PCs. Maybe he will do mobile banking uh, with his smartphone, and maybe he has a business where he does uh, cash management application. Now, you need to see that mobile banking as such is not a standalone application. Most of the time, those consumers have more than one application. Mm -hmm. Uh, because the, the, the limits, we all know about smartphones, the screen, the small screen, makes it that you cannot do all applications like you do in normal retail banking. Mm -hmm. Having said that, we see now a trend with younger people that the first step they do in electronic banking is with mobile banking. Mm -hmm. So, in the early days, let's say a year ago, first application was retail banking that the consumer did, and then maybe mobile banking. Today we see change that mobile banking become the prime uh, contact of a new consumer to a bank. But, there is a big but, there is a perception that mobile is hot, mobile is fast growing, and that's true. Huh? But as such, when we look at our statistics, mobile banking is still only 12 to 13% of the whole population of retail banking. So, good news is, it is still a, a market that can grow fantastically, 
Uh, but we need to be relative. Uh, the, the perception that everything is mobile. That perception not being accurate yet, anyway. That's right. But we keep seeing increased adoption of mobile. I mean, it's still easier in many respects to do your banking from a proper computer than it is to bank mobile, I, I think. Uh, that's true, but you need to see the mobile banking app is not only anymore banking. If I use my mobile banking back to smaller countries, I'm a Belgian citizen, so smaller countries tend to be, technologically speaking, ahead of larger countries like the US. If I show you my mobile banking, you will see that I can retrieve cash without any card. I can pay with QR code technology or e-commerce with my mobile banking app. I can do NFC payments with my mobile banking app. So I don't need to have an electronic wallet from other shops. It is already included in my mobile banking app. So what I'm trying to say here is, is that retail banking gives you more applications. Banking, I can do investments, I can do home and insurances, which put it a little bit difficult on a smartphone. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, the smartphone gave me opportunities that I don't have in retail banking. Those payments, uh, electronic payments, ATM banking, and so on. So I should see it as different. Are the threats different for each of the three areas that you outlined? Yes. Smartphone is less secure, of course, or can be less secure than a PC. Therefore, when we go to uh, authentication on mobile banking, we talk about contextual authentication. What does that mean? That means it's much more than just one-time passwords. We do geolocation, we do malware detection, we do jailbreak. Eh? Uh, you can use the fingerprint uh, to enter in the mobile banking app. So we have today already 12 different applications, and that means that we go beyond uh, just a one-time password. What is the nice thing for a bank? Uh, they are collecting information around an identity. Hmm? Yeah. So, if you are here today in, in London and there is a money transfer that happens one hour later in New York, they know it's not going to be possible. So, we have that a complete system where we do scoring around an identity, information, or more information we have about you, how higher the scoring. And then we have a decision engine where the bank says we will continue that uh, communication with our customer. So we come, in fact, from authentication to contextual authentication. So much more than just uh, software on OTT. That sounds like an, a great system, because if the bank sees evidence of something going wrong, I mean, geolocation-wise is a great example, uh, obviously you can lock down the fraud before it gets That's right. too advanced. That's right. How do you think contextual banking is going to evolve? Okay. If I look a, a couple of years further on, we will evolve from contextual authentication to continuous authentication. What does that mean? We need to make the difference here between an identity and authentication. The identity is verified by the bank. If you want to do electronic banking, you first need to open an account. Before you're going to get that account, you need to go physically to the bank, prove who you are with your identity. That verification of identity can be done on different ways, but there is a must uh, every law in every country is saying that the identity is or that verification is the responsibility of the bank. I will go then to a couple of other applications where it's not done on the same. Now, we are linking today authentication to that identity. Continuous authentication will, means that it will be like one product, it will be like embedded. 
continuous authentication, technically speaking, means that you don't need to use any more passwords. Your user presence will be necessary and you will be all the time authenticated. The way you do that is with biometrics. So you have your identity, we collect information, biometrical information around you. The export of that biometrical information is a wearable, like a watch or a tag. And by coming to your PC, to your smartphone, you will identify yourself and authentify yourself uh, towards the application. So no need anymore to passwords, only your biometric data will be used to, to, uh, to authenticate yourself to an application. Having said that, that means that a huge opportunity for a VASCO is if you can do that, you can do that for tons of other applications. Where no, not just banking. Yeah, where an identity is needed. If you want to play like lottery online, you need to prove that you're older than 18 years. How can you do that? You cannot do that with authentication. You need to do that with an identity that has been verified. So we're going basically in a community that we are creating with our mydigipa.com platform, which is an identity, a trusted identity platform in the cloud. We are coming to create a community. That community is a community of identities that have been verified, either by the government, either by private companies like an experience doing in, in the US and we deploy that over several applications, together with authentication. That's a very strong proposition that we have more and more to the market. So it goes beyond banking. But coming back to the banks, contextual authentication today, tomorrow continuous authentication. Jan, thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you, Matthew. See you. Bye-bye. For ISMG, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thanks for joining us.